Hello, everybody, and this is the episode 11 news segment. I'm Dan Pineda. In this week's news, uh, yesterday, Jimmy Garoppolo has actually, it's been confirmed that he's torn his ACL during a scramble run on Sunday for a first down against the Kansas City Chiefs, and he will be out for the season. That is a devastating loss for the San Francisco 49ers, who already also lost Jarek McKinnon in preseason to, to an ACL ML tear as well. Also, Clay Matthews has called out the NFL for becoming too soft. Clay was actually flagged for a roughing the passer penalty, on what appears to be a completely clean hit, I don't blame him for being upset. I would be upset if I were him as well. We'll see what comes of this, but uh, Goodell has some explaining to do on that rule. In other news, the New York Jets have contacted the Pittsburgh Steelers in regards to Le'Veon Bell's availability. Le'Veon has made it clear that he does not want to play without a legitimate contract and not the franchise tender, which means his time in Pittsburgh could, in fact, be. Uh, if that is the case, that is a very uh, tough way to leave uh, with a lot of animosity. Uh, but we will see uh, what happens there in the next week or so. Uh, in baseball news, four of the five playoff spots in the American League were decided last week as the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Indians, and the Astros are headed to the postseason. Uh, there is one wild card spot up for grabs, and it is really between two teams in the Oakland Athletics and the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, I think the Astros uh, are one of the favorites right now in the American League, um, but we'll see what shakes out in the postseason. Should be exciting. Uh, the National League actually has all five spots still up for grabs and with about a week and a half left to go in the season. In golf news, Tiger Woods wins his 80th PGA Tour event when he captured the Tour Championship yesterday evening. And this is Tiger's first win since 2013. And because of him being in contention for a championship for the first time in five years, the ratings on CBS skyrocketed because of it. And I am really happy for him. I know he has gone through a lot of hardships, especially with with the scandal and the injuries that he had that he's fought back from. And for him to come back and win this event is pretty remarkable. And congratulations to Tiger Woods. Uh, job well done. Lastly, in college football news, it was a crazy weekend in the world of college football as five of the top 25 ranked teams in the country were upset by unranked schools, starting out with number 23, Boston College, losing to Purdue 30-13, number 17, TCU, losing to Texas 31-6, number 15, Oklahoma State, losing to Texas Tech, number 14, Mississippi State, losing to Kentucky 28-7, and number 13, Virginia Tech, lost to Old Dominion, 49-35. to uh, I was not actually able to find the Oklahoma State-Texas Tech score, but we will bring that to you uh, during our full episode this evening. Uh, but regardless, these polls will be shook up after the craziness that was College Football Saturday. Thank you for listening to the news, and now, on with the show.
Welcome everybody to episode 11 of Ride the Pine. This is a podcast where three friends discuss sports with a side of anxiety and doubt. As always, I'm your host Dan, joined by my co-host Kyle and Ron. Guys, how's it going? Um, doing a lot better than I was in week one, I'll tell you that much. Ron, oh, you're riding God. high right now. <laughs> are we, are yeah. we going to start hey, with you know this what? already? You know what? You know what? I just I have one thing I just want to put out there. No, um, don't do it. Hold on. Hold on. Look, there's just one thing I want to do really quick. Okay. The bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Oh your hands up my and god, shout. you are the absolute worst. Come on now, the bills are making it happen now. <laughs> oh, you are now. the absolute worst. Uh, it's totally worth buying that. Ron, what a difference a week makes. It's a whole different season now. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> For me, I'm, I'm just depressed because the Patriots are at the bottom of the AFC East. Hey, you know what? You're in good company. <laughs> yeah, the with the freaking Buffalo Bills. Bills. <laughs> and, and, and. The Jets. And the Jets. <laughs> And then freaking Austin over there, uh, and then freaking Austin over there has got the three and zero Miami Dolphins over there. Yeah, I couldn't have predicted that. If no, you you know, yeah, no No way. That was unbelievable. Uh, But I I think what we're glazing over here is how are you doing, Kyle? Oh yeah, not so great. I don't know what's more unbelievable: (laughs) the the Bills being just beating the Vikings uh, or the Dolphins being three and zero. I think I think um, the bigger shocker is is Miami being three and zero. To be honest. I, no, I think uh, it's Buffalo. Yeah. I, I could never imagine that. There's no way in 20 more games they would beat the Minnesota Vikings. And the Dolphins haven't had an, an, a, a hard schedule, to be honest. They had a, three pretty pretty easy games. You're, you're, you're right, but we all know that Kirk Cousins is very inconsistent, and that's why I was very hesitant in picking him in fantasy football this year. Yeah, he is, is a red He has his games where he blows off. Sorry, where he blows up. And then he has other games where he just looks like he's never played football before, a.k.a. Yeah. on Sunday. <laughs> he's when naturally he a, the ball. a redskin. I mean, he couldn't hand on uh, onto a ball if it was physically given to him as a Christmas gift. Like, it, it was awful. The, every time the Bills hit him, it was like, oh, fumble Ruski. I think my favorite play from the defense of the Bills that last week, or, well, yesterday, I guess, whatever, um, was when the off the, the 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 tackle or whatever I don't know the guy on defense pushed the offensive lineman into Kirk Cousins and then one of the other guys from the Bills came around and like punched the ball out. I was like, what what are, what are, what is happening here? What are what are we looking at? I don't understand life right now. Yeah, they so, look sharp. Yeah, yeah okay. I I will say this though, Ron. I think it's this juju behind. Vontae Davis retiring at halftime. I don't know what it was, but I don't know if it was he was cancerous in the locker room or something. But him leaving that organization, it looks like they have a new light. And then you got a guy like Josh Allen hurdling defenders, looking like yeah, a that was freaking insane. track star. I was like, what is this? What is going on? Yeah. That's well. I mean, you texted me during the game, like, because I wasn't watching it first, and you texted me and you said, "Oh, the Bills are up seven to nothing. That's that's great." And I was like, "Yeah, you just wait and give it time." And then, like, I tuned in, and hey, look at that—they're up fourteen to nothing. And I'm like, "Okay, well, you know, that's a fluke." 
and they go up again and again and it just keeps going up and they're shutting them out at halftime i'm like what the what what's going on like i said earlier what am i watching what is life right now am i dreaming like there are people like the the commentators on the radio were saying stuff like oh i got i gotta pinch myself every time i say you know bills are leading 27 to nothing or 26 to nothing or whatever it was at halftime and I was I was feeling pretty much the same way. So yeah, after the yeah. first quarter, the Vikings had only gained three yards, three, and I'm just like three, three yards. You couldn't get ten yards against the zero and two Bills. Are Who you have kidding not looked me? good until this point. <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah. classic case of like nothing to lose versus everything to lose. You know. The, the Bills are flying high. This guy comes in, you know, after two bad games. He's got nothing to lose. He was on fire. Yeah. Crazy. I, I, yeah, I was, I was shocked, just completely blown away by Josh Allen. Because, like, we talked about it on the first episode of the show, essentially, because I think that we covered the NFL draft on the first episode. Like, me and Dan were talking about it when it happened. And the Bills traded up to get this quarterback, and I'm like, okay, great. I hope they go with Josh Rosen. And then, like, eight seconds later, they pick Josh Allen, and I'm like, ah, oh, are you kidding me? Because, <laughs> like, they talked the whole time about, like, how he's got, you know, inconsistencies. He's not great with passing, like, in terms of accuracy and stuff like that, but he's got, like, a, a rocket for an arm. And I was just like, yeah. okay, well, we'll see what happens. I bet he's a bust. And then, uh, I mean, I was wrong. So, so let me ask you guys this, you this know, game. aside from, you know, the recap, that was a crazy week, week three, uh, even though we have Tampa and Pittsburgh on deck in just a few minutes, um, your thoughts on the four quarterbacks that were drafted in the first round being Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, and Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Of those four, how would you guys rank them based on how they looked in their debuts? Are you asking me my biased opinion? Because you might want to go to Kyle first. We'll, we'll start with Kyle <laughs> first. Mr. Okay. Mr. Unbiased over there. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I think the, the sample pool is a little too small right now, but I, I probably have to put Baker at top. I, I mean, he, he just looked, he, he came and looked great. Cleveland's offense all of a sudden could move the ball. Um, I, I think he has lo- the longevity and the right team to fit in well. Um, you know, we'll see. The, the Josh's, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's up in the air, but I, I definitely, in my opinion, Baker's at the top for sure. Two, three, four, eh, you know, we need a few weeks here. I want to see what Arizona does. Looks like they just named him the quarterback, uh, Rosen. Yes, so they I'm, did. I'm, so I'm kind of curious about that. So, I mean, he, he still needs a chance to prove it, but, man, I got, I got Baker at the top. I would have to agree. Um, I think that Baker Mayfield coming in just, like, completely rejuvenated that team. Like, I don't know if there was something wrong with Tyrod or if it was just, like, because he's not the right fit for that team, like, in terms of, you know, their their makeup and everything like that because it's really hard to be a mobile quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, yeah, you have to but, be the right team. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, I think that I agree that Baker Mayfield looked like the best out of those three, but I also agree that it is a very limited body of work. And he was going up against the Jets, who are, look completely demoralized right now, like after their first, like their big win in week one, and then they lose in week two. And it just seems like it's been on, they've been on a skid since then. So I can't really tell if Sam Darnold is, you know, that great, but I feel like he's, again, just like he's surrounded by the wrong players right now. Uh, that might change over time. They might have just had a bad couple of weeks. I mean, this league is pretty much week to week. Um, so, and then, I mean, Josh Rosen, they literally put him in for what, the last two minutes and he threw a pick. So, I mean, you can't really go <laughs> off of that. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, I think 
Josh Rosen wasn't really given a fair shot. Like, yeah, he's down only two points, but look at the defense. He was playing, you know, a pretty stout uh, Bears defense. Yeah. I, I just think that kind of wasn't really a, and not to mention they're like, hey, we're going to put you in, son. Two minutes left. Go get us a field goal and win the game. Yeah, that was, was stupid. Like, uh, that was a bad move. I just, uh, uh, what? Wait, now? Yeah, it's like pressure's <laughs> oh, what, what, really what, what, on Right there. now, I was just I was just playing Sudoku on the sideline. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I just think that wasn't really, he didn't, he didn't really get a fair shot. Uh, I personally think um, that, uh, obviously, ba- I think Baker's at the top. I think, I think you guys are absolutely right. I think he fits with that team much better than Tyra does. You know, at first glance, I originally thought that uh, Tyrod was going to be a good fit there. And I was like, you know, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting to see how he fits into that scheme. I thought it was going to be a good fit. But, God, that game on Thursday, he had four completions on 17 pass attempts. Four. That's that's crazy. That's whole, and Yeah, he, I mean, he just never found is, his rhythm And my thing year. is, when they had that week one win with Sam Darnold, he only attempted 21 throws. And I think that's like kind of like a good number for him. Because, you know, if you make him pass too much, it's kind of overdoing it. Because then the last two weeks against Miami, he went 41 attempts. And then mm-hmm. this past week, he had 31. Yeah. And his percentage went from 76.2 in week one to 48.4 in week three. Meanwhile, so, Breeze wow. is throwing 60 a game. Oh, Breeze is just ridiculous. Yeah. He is just a, a he's a he beats Father Time. Like I, I don't know. Him and Brady are battling it. it out, right? <laughs> uh, I, of the two right now, I give the edge to Breeze. I think Breeze is playing a lot better. Granted, I mean, look at the weapons he's got to throw to, though. He's got so many people that are explosive on offense. You could say the same for Brady, but I mean, Brady is just not looking like himself right now. Me as a Pats fan, I, I was watching the game last night. I'm like, who who is this imposter on the field? Because this does not look yeah. like the Tom Brady that we know. No, you're right. They were off. I mean, I do think Patricia had a lot to do with that. Obviously, he's been underneath them for a while, you know. But yeah, the offense just is kind of sputtery or something. I don't know. They just look flat. I don't yeah. know if Edelman will make a big difference or what. Um, yeah, he's he's bound to help them. But yeah, I mean, I, I just expected them to come back last night over and over you know and it never happened yeah i pretty much expected the same because i've been watching the patriots a lot over the last 20 or so years and i you know anytime any team gets up on them i'm just like they're gonna come back and they're gonna win in dramatic fashion at the last possible minute on some kind of weird play that like and squeeze it you know, out. just looks yeah. yeah yeah so um i was really surprised to see that they had lost that second game in a row because like we said we had that that stat last week where they're 44 and now eight after after uh, a loss, Crazy. they don't usually lose two in a row. And uh, the last time, at least according to this article from 2015, I don't know if it's still relevant or not, but the last time the Patriots went uh, three losses in a row was in 2002. So I don't wow. think we're going to see that. I think that it's, I honestly, I think that this is going to be the week they rebound. I think you're right about, you know, Matt Patricia getting in their heads because, you know, he spent so much time on that sideline. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I keep hoping for the uh, the downfall of Brady to come, the fall of Brady, but it uh, it never seems to. I I don't put a lot of stock in like two bad weeks for the Patriots. Yeah, because, no, no. right. Because uh, that's just that's just silly. I I still think they're a favorite to go to the finals. So 
Yeah, no, I agree yeah, with you sure. guys, but they they need to work on a lot of different things. I think their defense looked a little porous. Man, some of the holes that those running back uh, running backs for the Lions had were, I mean, you could drive a semi through. Just watching this game and just seeing these guys just open and open and open and just like, what is happening to this team? And then on offense, they they looked like the, they looked almost as bad as the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, mm. They they just yeah. couldn't get anything going, couldn't get any momentum. And just seemed like they just were off. They were just off a step. And I think you guys are right. I think it had to do with Patricia. Patricia knew, sorry, has known that offense for a long time. I mean, played against it in practice for how many years? What, six, seven years? And two, three Super Bowls worth? I mean, if anybody's going to beat Bill Belichick on defense, it's Matt Patricia. Yeah, absolutely. You know, speaking of that, what do you guys think of Detroit? They just looked great last night. Um, they had a bad week one. I, I don't know. Are they a contender or a pretender? What do you guys think? I think they're going to be pretty good this year. I think their offense is strong. They have a great receiving core, and their defense is, is good enough if their offense can give them a break. I think they're going to push a little bit by 500. What do you guys think? You know, I'm going to tote the line a little bit. So I'm going to say they're a contender if Matt Stafford can be consistent. I think if he's consistent, they could easily be a 9-10 win team. Yeah. If he's not consistent, they're under 500. Yeah, think about that division that too. For a long time. Yeah, that's t- I mean the Bears that's look a real good. hard division. The, yeah. the, the, the 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 pack got beat this week, but that was a tough tough uh weather to play in, but and you got a banged up Aaron Rodgers, but he was still able to put up good points against them. And then you get the Vikings who sputtered last this obviously yesterday against the Bills. I think the best team in that division right now is the Chicago Bears. I think they, which think is so crazy too. to think. The the way yeah. that they looked week to week, as soon as they got Khalil Mack, it's a different squad. They don't have to put up a lot of points. They put up 16, but their defense oh, is Mack what's is nice. the difference. Their defense is he, really nice. Oh, so he's like a team inspirer, you know? I was going to say, what do you guys think of their defense coming into the year? Or I shouldn't even say that, like August. I don't think anyone really had them in the top and... I told you this yesterday, Dan, but when I saw the notification that Mac went there, I picked Chicago up in my fantasy league, and I think they're number one right now. They've had almost 20 points a game. Uh, their defense is great. They're like they're they're playmakers, and they know how to turn the ball over. They're going to probably scare Minnesota and Green Bay this year. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I think everybody needs to take uh, Chicago seriously. I think if Trubinsky can stay consistent, just the same as Stafford. In that running game with Howard and Cohen, the one-two combo, and then you got a guy like Allen Robinson on the outside who can bring balls yeah. down the red zone, and then you got a guy like Trey Burton at tight end. Yeah. I mean, they they have a solid team, offense and defense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, which is shocking coming from the Jay Cutler era, you know? Oh because, my God! Ah, uh, I I didn't think oh, we'd sure. see a good Chicago team for another like ten. 15 years until they could really you know develop it but it seems like it they just like flipped a switch uh with the addition of khalil mack and um i don't know i like you said i wouldn't have picked chicago to have one of the best defenses in the league um after you know until that until that trade basically like i i thought you know after that oh they might be good you know they have a star player now but i, I didn't expect them to thing, take yeah. off like this yeah, yeah. like as like kyle like you were saying like as soon as the mac trade happened uh the Chicago Bears defense in my family league was unowned. They were not even touched. I actually w- just went and looked at the stat. When 
the Bears defense received Khalil Mack. Do you know how many ads of the defense happened in Yahoo? When? Any, when? Take, you mean right when any, it happened? Right when I'm gonna it happened. Guess they, I'm going to guess they I, I was one like of them, so at least probably three to four. Try f- over 14,000 ads. Wow. <laughs> one of the, They said uh, one of the most ad de- added defenses in fantasy football history. Yeah. Yeah. Due to one player. And that should show you what kind of a player Khalil Mack is. Because not only is he an inspirer on defense, when he's on the sideline, he's motivating these young players. That's what I'm saying. It's the inspiring team he brings. Yeah. Yeah. The defense is like different and they they feed off each other. I I still wouldn't have said they would be this good. I figured, oh, he's good. Just like you said, Ron, he's a good addition. He's going to help out. You know, but it's a whole different defense. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, it, it's the amazing the turnaround that they've made with the departure of Jay Cutler, the addition of Trubinsky and um, Allen Robinson, and then as soon as they added Mac, it was like a switch in their in their minds, and they are just a completely different team. And honestly, they are a scary team to play right now. And yeah, no doubt. Honestly, I am not looking forward to facing the Bears later this year. I believe the Patriots are playing the NFC North this year because they've already played the Lions. They're scheduled to play the right, yep. Packers near yeah, Thanksgiving, are. and I think they got to play the Bears at some point, and I'm not really looking forward to it. I think the, as of right now, unless something changes, I see the Patriots taking, taking a loss there. I think Brady's yeah. offensive Damn. line cannot handle Khalil Mack. What, yeah, what unless that he guy? makes what? a turnaround. Mark it down. Week, week 7, Chicago, New England. Let's go. And where is it that, being that played? That defense is coming key. at him. Th- I'm that's sorry? the key, though. Where they, where, where's the game being played is the question. That's going to help out New England. It is in New England. Um, I think both okay, these teams so have great home field advantage. You know, that'll be a great game to talk about once, uh, once we get, get there. So, guys, give me your overall thought on the week that was week three in the NFL. You can go. First. I'll start off here. My headlines. Jeez, Detroit. I think they're real. Chicago, uh, you know, they proved it. They're going to be a great defense this year, and I think they're going to make a run for the NFC North. Uh, Casey is for real. Patrick Mahomes is for real. I can't wait to see what he does next week, and I am very, very sad. Yeah, about no, Jimmy that Garoppolo. that was tough, and you yeah. know, that's actually the same injury that happened to Julian Edelman that put him on the shelf. Is he was just running, he went to make a cut, and then out went his knee. It was the same case for Jimmy. Um, that's crazy, right? And it's one that it's yeah. one that you really can't avoid. I mean, unless you just say, "Hey, Jimmy, don't run." Guys, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, Jimmy, we pay you too much. Don't run. So get this. You guys will love this. So you know, we're in the middle of uh, you know the NFC West. We gotta make a run for it. No teams look strong. We could take the division, right? So we're gonna try out Tom Savage, T.J. Yates, and Kellen Clemens. Oh my to fill God! In for quarterback. Go get Colin Kaepernick for God's those sake. That's what are, I was thinking too. Yeah. Those are the big names. Just go those get those. The guys. I'd even go so far as just to be like, just go like, go trade for Robert Griffin. Go some, Johnny Manziel for God's sake. Anybody but Kellen Clemens. He is just. Oh gee, just talk, let's just run some RPO offense instead. Just, just put a bag of socks at, at, at quarterback. <laughs> it's more useful. Uh, well, Kyle, uh, not Kyle, Ron, what were your thoughts on, on week three? Um, I mean, I think overall it was a pretty entertaining week for me because I got to watch the Bills win, which was pretty awesome. Um, I think in terms of teams that look really strong right now, uh, got the Rams, you know, they, they're always looking good. They they 
been pretty dominant the first couple of weeks. Um, I mean, we've got teams like the uh, like the Buccaneers doing the same kind of thing. We'll see how they they hang with the Steelers tonight. That'll kind of determine. You know, I feel like this is kind of a big deal for for them. Um, yeah, agreed. Yeah, and then we've got there was one other team that I was looking at and I can't think. Of, oh, the Bears. The Bears. We were just talking about them. Um, I think that between those three teams, I think you've got like basically your top team in the league. I'd, I'd say like Super Bowl favorites even. Um, the, the NFC looks strong. Yeah. The teams you just mentioned, NFC looks real strong this year. Absolutely. So I think that's that's my thoughts. I'm, I'm happy about the Bills, and I think that the NFC has some really strong teams. I, I don't know. I think that the only real foil there in the on the AFC side would be like the Chiefs, who look unstoppable right now. So yeah, right right now I'm actually salivating at the thought of an LA Rams Kansas City Super Bowl. That would be super interesting. That would be an absolutely incredible. Yeah, I don't even know those two teams could play. That would be amazing to see. I would love that. It's a fire powered offense. Yeah, to have Todd Gurley versus Kareem Hunt, Patrick Mahomes versus Jared Goff, Tyreek Hill versus Brandon Cooks. Oh, Just like man. get those out receivers. Of here with those. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. That, that, would that would be that would be. I want to see a best of three of that. Oh, yeah, I, I would love to see a best of three of that. I think anybody with a with the brain would see <laughs> would want to see the best of three of that. Um, yeah, I will say the, this <laughs> the, this week was crazy to me. I mean, uh, first of all, I think one of the I wouldn't say a highlight, but it was one of those things that kind of stood out to me. What about the Denver uh, running back getting ejected from the Baltimore game? Oh, Lindsay, what an idiot. He dives headfirst into a pile and then starts throwing punches. And wow. I'm saying to myself, what in the absolute hell are you doing? <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's, that, uh, yeah, that's crazy. There was no yeah. call for that. Um, I, I will agree with you, Kyle. Obviously, very sad about Garoppolo. I'm actually a, I'm a big fan of his. You know, Obviously, he was a former Patriot. And I honestly had wished that they wouldn't have traded him, but they did. Um, I hope he just gets healthy and I hope he comes back better than ever. Um, yeah, that's sad. And I will say, Wentz did not look great. Uh, now he's a little rusty. He needs to settle in. He'll settle in, but I think the biggest highlight of the weekend was Patrick Mahomes getting away from not one, not two, but three 49ers linemen and then finding a way to get into the end zone to uh, Chris Conley. That was probably one of the best plays of the year so far, and I think he's a highlight reel. He is unbelievable. Dan, um, you just inspired me. I want you guys... Tell me that your way too early prediction. It, it, could, could he like make a run at like a fifty super uh, fifty um, touchdown season? Is this too early to even talk about? Is he is it doable? I, I, what? I don't think it is. If you think about it, thirteen touchdowns in three weeks. How many weeks do we have left? Fourteen? Yeah. Or well, they have thirteen <laughs> yeah. more games left. Thirteen, yeah, thirteen. Yeah, they have thirteen. Uh, so let's I mean, see. Hold on a second, because I want to do the math really quick. So that roughly averages out to about four touchdowns a game, right? Right. Something like that. So four times 16, he's on par for 64 touchdowns. That is just dumb. If he gets 64 touchdowns on this season, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Do either either one of you guys think he'll get 50? Oh, he'll absolutely Uh, get 50. I think the way he's going right now, his offense is, it's dumb. They all have to stay healthy. I think if you mess with that at all. I think if you mess with that at all, then it changes things. But he's obviously such a good, he's a good general. Yeah, you know, for for he his team. Great. So, I I, I do not know. think he'll get fifty. I think he'll be lucky to get forty. Oh. And I'm a I'm a big Mahomes believer. I'm not. Trust me, I have admitted I am wrong 
about him this year, but I do not think it, it might be hard for him to get 40. Uh, we'll see. I don't, definitely not 50, in my opinion. I, I, I'm going to even go out on a limb that he makes a run at MVP. Whoa. Oh, yeah, I think he at least wins Rookie of the Year. If he oh, doesn't, I'll be 100%. shocked. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't think I it's, no one else is even sticking out right now. I don't think it's yeah. even close. The only one who could potentially come close if he also stays healthy and keeps playing well is Baker Mayfield. He's the only one right. who could make a run at him. And he, and you would really have to vote on the fact that he's the most valuable because Kansas City is a very good team. Cleveland, as we know, is not. So he could mm. be the most valuable. Will he be the best performer? Probably not. No, yeah. and, and I think right now, I think you take Patrick Mahomes away from that team and replace it with Alex Smith like they had last year, it's not the same team, and they're not 3-0. I'm, no, I'm telling no, you that that's, right now. That's, they're still a very good team. They're still very good. They had a great year last year, so he came into a good team. Mayfield came into a, the worst team you could possibly be. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I feel like he's he's definitely performing really well from that limited you know like we said before like that limited uh um sample size that we have but he's he's looked good uh he brought them back from i think they were down 14 to nothing at one point brought him back to win so i mean that's 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 a good sign and uh, oh, i think he could be yeah, uh he's, a, he's the least most train, valuable player on this I team just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right so so with that, we're going to take ourselves our first break. And when we come back, we're going to make our picks for week number four in the NFL. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. Hey, listener. Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Voice from the underground. A young black body lies on the ground a crimson halo round his head his mother screams echo in the night distilled through all the tears they shed an alabaster face thrust upon your screen saying no there's nothing wrong a heartless voice in a soulless choir Singing loud that hateful song Let's stand against fear And make our voices heard Love conquers hate A bright young girl In her backward home Struggles to get through the day Condemned outright by her parents' hate Because she doesn't live their way They sent her off to her torture camp Who said her love was just a choice She suffered their abuse and ignorance Until she had to quiet the noise
Let's stand against fear and make our voices heard. Love conquers hate. Hey guys, it's Ron here with the intermission portion of our show. First of all, thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate your continued patronage of our show, and we appreciate our sponsor, Uplift Pomade. Born straight out of Wakefield, Massachusetts, Uplift Pomade cares about your hair, and they want you to look your best. That's why the inventor of this product, Rocco Danielli, used his original blend Uplift Pomade on our own Dan Pineda on his wedding day. And I have to say, I've seen the pictures. Dude looked pretty fly, even for a white guy. Uplift Pomade is alcohol-free, soy-free, gluten-free, and infused with USDA organic essential oils. It's also vegan certified and cruelty-free, which means they refuse to test it on animals. Plus, the recycling program allows you to return any empty container of Uplift Pomade product, and they will give you a $2 credit towards your next purchase. That's a better deal than recycling cans or bottles. So, if your hair care product just isn't doing the job for you, check out Uplift Pomade, currently available at wholesale barbershops and, coming soon, online at upliftpomade.com and now back to the show and welcome back everybody to episode 11 uh let's get right into our game picks for week number four um ron who do you have on the docket this week for your game pick uh so this week i'm gonna start out with a game that i think is gonna be really interesting just because you know we've been talking a lot about baker mayfield and the cleveland browns I really want to see what they do against the winless Oakland Raiders in Oakland. I think it's going to be a really, uh, a, a really interesting kind of, uh, uh, what am I trying to say here? I think that it's going to be really interesting to see how he handles that team because you know that the Raiders are going to come out and they're going to want to try and, and beat this team because they only have one win in the last two years, which, you know, that's a pretty big deal for Cleveland fans, but for the rest of the league, that's not really that impressive. Um, I, I think that the Browns are going to win it because I feel like the Raiders are just garbage with John Gruden, but I don't know. I, I, I'm picking the Browns, but it's tentative. What do you guys think? What do you think, Kyle? Oh, I'm torn here. My heart says to take Cleveland because they could turn it around here. They could win two games this year. They could win two games. Uh, and you know, Oakland hasn't looked that good. Um, they're bound to turn it around. I will take Oakland. Right, what do you think, a- Dan? Uh, you know... When you had mentioned this pick before we went live, I I think this is a toss-up game. I think the Raiders have the ability to play well on offense, but I don't think their defense can do well against Baker Mayfield. And I think the Cleveland defense is actually a better defense than Oakland. 
And I'm actually also going to go with Ron, and I'm going with the Bill, uh, the Browns as Close. well. Close. Same thing. Browns, Bills, not the same thing. Um, <laughs> They're pretty much the same thing. <laughs> eh, not the same thing. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm, in short, I'm taking the Browns. Uh, who do you have for your next game? Well, speaking of the Bills, uh, we've got the Buffalo Bills coming up this week against the Green Bay Packers. And uh, we discussed this game a little bit before we went live. Um, I think that the Bills, if they play like they did this week, I think that it's going to be a really good game for them, at the very least a good game for Josh Allen. But I also think that the Minnesota Vikings might be more of a pretender this year than they are a contender. I could be completely wrong about that, and I will be the first to admit it if I am. But, I mean, the way that Kirk Cousins looked against the Bills, and, I mean, the Bills' defense has not looked that great up until this point. So, um I don't know if that speaks more to him or if, like we talked about earlier, if that was just the absence of Vontae Davis just completely changed things. But I'm going to go uh, – it also it also kind of depends on um, – it depends on Aaron Rodgers, his health. If he's healthy, then it's, it's going to be a completely different game, but it seems like he's playing with an injury right now. So he might be a little bit hindered, might be a little bit off. And uh, if the Bills can capitalize on that, we'll be at 500. So I'm going to go with the Bills this time just because, I mean – I don't know. I like being wrong, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna pick the Bills. What All do you right, guys who, think? Right, who do you get? Who do you got, Kyle? That's deep. Yeah, that's deep. I think Buffalo's back to reality this week. Uh, I'm going Green Bay. Although I do agree, Ron. I, I, you know, I think he's a little bit hindered with his injury, Rogers. Uh, and they don't have the same magic they usually do as far as you know the reliability and the Packers winning. But they're in Lambeau. They just lost. Uh, you know, Rogers does not take losses very well. Um, I'm taking Green Bay. Yeah, in my heart, I want I want to roll with you, Ron, and, and go with the Bills. I just don't think Aaron Rodgers sits on the loss. I mean, he said in his press conference after the game this week, what he wants to really wants to do is go home and drink a scotch. And I said I said to myself, you know, if that's the attitude he's gonna have, they're gonna bounce back week week number four against the Bills, and I think they win at home. So I'm going to be taking the Green Bay Packers. And who do you right, have fair, for fair. your final game? Last game I have on the docket is going to be what I think is going to be like the game of the week. It's between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Chicago Bears. They're in Chicago for this game. Um, I think that Tampa Bay has been on fire lately. I mean, we kind of put that in the title last time. Ryan Fitzpatrick specifically has been on fire. Um, but going up against a team like the Chicago Bears with Khalil Mack, with the 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 kind of uh, what am I trying to think of here? The the bond that those guys all have together and the way they play together. Um, it's really hard to to really pick between these two. I'm picking the Bucks just because I keep hoping that Ryan Fitzpatrick has success and that it translates for my uh, fantasy team, which it did not this week because I played Tom Brady. But you know, um, anyway, yeah, I'm picking the Bucks. What do you guys think? I'm going Chicago. Um, their defense looks strong. I think they're going to come out and knock around Tampa a little bit. And I don't think Tampa Bay is as good as they've come across. They they might be hot for a little bit. Maybe they'll be a kind of a streaky team this year. But um, I definitely believe in Chicago, so I'm taking them. You know, the Ryan Fitzpatrick magic, or Fitz magic as they like to call it, has been really fun to watch past couple weeks you know even this week you know Tampa already started off they got a pick and Fitzpatrick's driving the ball already uh I think they come back to reality this upcoming week and I think the Bears put the stomping on them and I I'm going with the Bears you think it's going to be a close game or you think it's going to be they run away with it I think well 
like I was saying earlier, I don't think the Bears are going to put up a lot of points. I think the Bears will put up maybe the same points as this week, maybe 20 points at most. But I think they're gonna their defense is going to be able to hold Tampa in check. I could see this game being 20 to 17 as the final. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. And I agree with you though, Ron. I think this is going to be game of the week. I think both teams are playing lights out, and we'll see what happens. But I'm 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 going to roll with the Bears. I, I love their defense. Yeah, that's gonna be a real good game. I'm looking forward to that one. I agree. Uh, so next for our game picks, Kyle, who you got? All right. So my first game, which is also the first game of Week Four. This could be a game of the week, but we all know how NFL Network works and their games on Thursday night are just not not that exciting. But Minnesota at LA Rams, that should be a huge game. Uh, I'm a big believer in the Rams this year. They look hot. They look strong. Uh, the Vikings just suffered a, a bad loss last week. Um, I'm taking the Rams in what I think also should be a, another another big game of the week. Yeah, that 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 is a really interesting game this week. And honestly, I find it kind of convenient that the first um, Thursday night football game that's going to be aired on Fox just so happens to be Vikings at Rams, oh, if you think about it. I think that's a little It might convenient. be a good game then. Dan, I like that. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good fact right there. There must be a good game then. Um, in my honest opinion, I think the Rams are just too strong. I think they're great on both sides of the ball. Um, I, I just can't bet against them. I, I got to go with the Rams. The Rams look way too good girly girly rams yeah way too good to be able to be stopped by the what looks to be flaccid minnesota vikings yeah i would have to agree with you (laughs) i think that the rams are looking uh i think the rams looking much better than minnesota even though they're kind of you know they've got a similar record i mean minnesota only well no actually minnesota is one one and one never mind um so I, th- I think I agree with you, though. I think that I got to go with the majority here. I think the Rams are going to win. I think Kirk Cousins is going to want to come out and look better than he did last week. But I think that the Rams are just such a good team that they're not even going to give them a chance, if I'm being honest. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Right. So, Kyle, who do you have for your second? Next game, I have uh, a good divisional game here. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs at Denver Broncos. Um, these teams don't love each other, that's for sure. Um, it should be a good matchup. Kansas City looks great, as we already talked about with Mahomes. I don't know about Denver. I don't think they've quite found their identity yet. We'll see. Um, but I'm definitely on Kansas City this week. I think Mahomes will probably have four more touchdowns. Uh, depending on where this game is being played, I believe this game is being played in Kansas City. Is that correct? Oh, it's actually in Denver. I thought Denver. it was Denver. Oh, yeah. it is in Denver. Yep. Man, I, I, I've said this from day one. I've said this from the start of this podcast. It is really, really hard to play in Denver. It is so hard with the altitude. I think teams will struggle playing in that kind of environment. And even though the altitude is a problem, I think Mahomes still goes in, walks into Denver, and slaps them around. I think he, I think he puts up three touchdowns on them. I, I got the Chiefs. Uh, who do you have in this game, Ron? Um, I have to agree with you. I think this is going to be a real test for Mahomes, though. Not because Denver is anything spectacular, but as you said, playing in uh, you know the mile-high conditions, mile-high city, whatever you want to... Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, playing in Denver... Being as difficult as it is, this is going to be a huge test for him, and uh, I think that he, I think he passes with flying colors. If I'm being honest with you, so I'm also going to Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good call. So, um, Kyle, who do you have for your last game pick for this week? Yeah, my last one, another good divisional battle: uh, Miami at New England. Um, you know, the three and O Dolphins against the one and two Patriots. I never thought I would say that. Um, I'm not sure what to think here, but 
you know, we kind of we kind of saw it last week. This is why they play the game. Uh, Bills beat the Vikings. Cleveland got their first win. Uh, you know, the Patriots don't lose two in a row, but that's bound to change at some point. So I think this might be the week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a chance and try Miami. Wow, that's a that's a really ballsy pick there, Kyle. Um, Five minutes ago, I was not gonna do that, Dan. Okay, but for some reason, I'm like, you know what? Eventually, the tides change, and I don't know. Maybe Brady is still a little bit off. They're still gonna be a very good team this year, but maybe they start one and three. I don't know. I think this is one of those games where they finally get it together. I think they figure it out. And not to mention, they're at home. Foxborough is going to be loud. Um, I, I think the Patriots, got they, they have to. I think this is a must-win for them. Otherwise, I think their, their season takes a very unfortunate turn. I think it, it's going to not go well for them. I could see Josh Gordon debuting for the Patriots in this game and going nuts. So I'm going to go with the Patriots in this game. Um, yeah, I think I, I don't know. History is on the side of New England. And I mean, I, I, I really don't want Miami to run away with the division right away, but I also don't want New England to get back into this. So I feel like I got to go with the Patriots this time, just because we've established that they are in Foxborough. Um, I don't know if Miami is actually as good as they've been playing. So I think they're going to come in really confident, and then I think Brady's going to show up, and he's going to have a belly full of fire. And I think that the Patriots win, but I don't know if it's by much. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it should, should be a close match, but uh, we will have to see if the Patriots can dig themselves out of this hole they dug themselves into. Um, I'm yeah. already regretting picking Miami. Well, I, I mean, weirder things have happened. The Bills just beat my uh, Minnesota this week, so <laughs> in convincing fashion. <laughs> um before i get to my game picks i do want to point out um jesse james the tight end for pittsburgh may have done the most aggressive and uh more or less violent stiff arm i think i've ever seen in my life borderline uh stiff arm to the ground like a braun Strowman right hand uh oh yeah and ran for like a 55 yard touchdown yeah, ESPN says that it was. Oh, never mind. They took it away because they apparently missed the extra point attempt. Which yes, is they did. Shocking. But, but, my, <laughs> but my God, that stiff arm was crazy. Um, yeah. That's what I love about recording on Monday, right during the football game. Um, yep. Breaking news. Breaking Not news. Not to you, but to us. <laughs> uh, that that guy's gonna cry on the bench for a little bit. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna give you guys my game picks. You know, I kind of. Uh, had to had to, some tough picks to make um, in terms of games to choose from, um, but I will say uh, the Jets at the Jaguars is my first game. Um, I think the Jets uh, run into a team that just put up six points against Tennessee. I think they're going to get four net back, and I think the Jets are going to wish they didn't go down to Jacksonville. I think I think Jacksonville takes this game. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. Jacksonville, the, t- the team that played New England, I think that's really them. Uh, you know, in their division, there are some close games the AFC South plays. So I'm not, like, too worried about Jacksonville with that kind of weird game against Tennessee. I think they come back strong, and, yeah, they take down the Jets. Yeah, I have to, I have to agree with you there. I think that Jacksonville is going to be very angry coming into this game. I think that, like you said, they're getting Leonard Fournette back. It's going to be 
it's going to be a tough game for the Jets, and I feel really bad for Sam Darnold, but I mean, they might also catch them like off guard here. This could be the game where Darnold finally come, you know, comes back and proves that, hey, look, I'm not just like a, I'm not a fluke. Like he might come out and like prove himself here, but I think that realistically speaking, I think the Jags are the are the favorite here. So I'm going with Jacksonville. All right, uh, so Jags across the board on that one. Uh, I don't think that's surprising to me at all. Um, I mean, plus I just like Tom to be at the bottom of the of the division. So you know, and then there's that. Yeah. Um, Listen to AFC Least. This is very true. Please go check out AFC Least. They are a great show. Um, the next game, uh, kind of like how Kyle you had picked uh, earlier with a couple division matchups, and and Ron you had. Uh, you know, some good game picks. I'm going with Seattle against Arizona. So you're going to have the debuting Josh Rosen fully debut. He's starting at quarterback. Um, typically, I'd say, hey, Cardinals are really tough at home, and I, I typically would pick them to win this week. But for me, the way that Seattle's defense kind of showed up out of nowhere last week and showed some life, I have to go with Seattle. I, th- I think the way... They showed up and tossed Dak around like it, he was a pizza in an Italian restaurant. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just think Seattle's going to take this, go into Arizona, and they're going to beat him again. So what do you guys think? Yeah, you know, I'm with you on that. I like Seattle. Uh, I don't think they're down and out yet. Um, I don't think Dallas is that good, so I don't know if I believe in their defense yet, but I think it's there, and I, I think Rose is going to have a hard time in his first game. I'm taking Seattle. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, I'm also taking Seattle. I think that, I mean, the Cardinals are 0-3 right now, if I remember correctly. Um, they have not looked good, but they are also putting in their first-round pick quarterback, uh, the guy that I wanted to lead the Bills to the promised land. So um, I feel like he's got, I mean, he's got a shot. I don't know if he's got a shot with this team of, you know, becoming a, a great quarterback. But uh, um, I think coming up against the Seahawks, who have just, found themselves again it seems like and are you know kind of getting back to normal uh, i think it's going to be a tough a tough task for him you know his his first full game to go up against them so i'm going with seattle and uh i think that josh rosen's going to have a really tough night yeah i would not be surprised to see four picks from josh rosen uh or yeah. e- even three picks and a fumble uh i but, think he's going to yeah. have a really tough go uh but before i give you guys my last game pick just kind of uh a glimpse of this game that's going on right now. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick went into a feet first slide um, to, on a scramble and a Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker came in helmet first to Ryan Fitzpatrick helmet on wow. helmet contact and Fitzpatrick looked like he got grazed. It wasn't full contact, but I tell you what, if he goes down, <laughs> I'm going to wish I had picked Pittsburgh because I don't think Winston's going to, bring this team back to the promised land but no uh, on on another <laughs> note uh, my last game pick that i have is the 49ers and the chargers um you know this is obviously uh, of the slate of games that we had i thought this was an intriguing matchup it's a west coast versus west coast matchup but i would have loved to see garoppolo versus rivers i think that would have been a really exciting game uh but unfortunately jimmy g is done for the year uh with the torn acl uh, I think the Chargers take this game. Um, it, 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 like I said, it is unfortunate, uh, but I think the Chargers look great on offense. They're playing pretty solid on defense, and I, th- I think they're gonna uh, 
make whoever the quarterback is for San Fran come game time, I think it's going to be a tough game. Um, you know, yeah, that's going to be um, – it should be a pretty good game for sure. I do think the Chargers take it. Um, you know, they look pretty strong in offense, honestly, this year. They're, they're, th- then again, when don't they? They seem to put up some good points um, regardless. Uh, I don't think their defense is as good. Um, so I would not be surprised if the 49ers put up 20, 24, 27 points, something like that. But the Chargers can score for sure. Uh, I'm going to take uh, the Chargers. Um, I'm going to be with the minority on this one, and I'm going to pick the uh, the 49ers. And here's why. Um, even though they're without their quarterback, they still have a couple of really uh, competent running backs. And L.A.'s run defense is 25th ranked in the league. They're behind, like, Ooh. yeah, they're they're doing pretty poorly right now. Um, the teams that are worse <laughs> than that, I mean, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, I think that I I think that if the 49ers go with the run game, I think they'll have a much better time than if they go with passing. But I don't know if that's the makeup of their team. I just I I'm, I'm picking the uh, picking the 49ers just because I feel like they'll also see that and they'll probably go more run heavy than pass heavy. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring affair. But I think it's going to be one of those like uh, smash mouth kind of kind of games, and uh, I'm picking the you know, uh, picking the 49ers. You bring up a good point. If they can control the ball and, and kind of sustain the run like that, yeah, you're right. I guess they do have a good chance. Yeah, yeah. I'm very impressed, Ron, with uh, with the research over there. I like it. I'm, yeah, that's what I do when I'm not saying stuff. Just googling. <laughs> just just, just, just <laughs> on the just, stuff. Just just, just yeah. on the Google. Just googling it up. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, so let us actually move on to make the rest of our picks for the rest of the games. We'll just do some quick picks here. Uh, I'm going to roll through. Fire round. Here. Fire round. The lightning round. Uh, the so fire thunder game, round. The first game on the docket, we got the Bengals at the Falcons. Who do you guys got in this one? Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals. You're going to have to take uh, Falcons. And I'm, I, I don't think I believe in the Bengals. No, I, I, I'm with you, Kyle. I'm going to go with the Falcons as well on this one. Uh, the next one we got Lions at the Cowboys, one and two versus one and two. Oh, Lions, I think the Lions are maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with the Lions too. Uh, Dallas has looked flat this year. Uh, I am also going to be picking the Lions as well. Uh, next game we have Texans at the Colts. Couple uh, indoor teams playing each other, zero and three against one and two. A couple of really stinky teams playing against each other too. Um, I'm just going with the home hmm. field advantage here. I'm picking the Colts. Um, I think that's going to be a really bad pick, and I think I'm going to lose because Texans have J.J. <laughs> Watt still, but I'm going with the Colts for the upset. Um, I think it's going to be a field goal fest. Uh, and who do you have, Kyle? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go Houston. This AFC South, man, don't don't bet on them one way or the other. Uh, it's so hard to predict these games, but I'm going to go Texans. Yeah, I'm also picking the Texans. I think they were able to put up more points than the Colts last week. Granted, the Colts are playing in a tough environment. Um, last week, but I think the Texans are the better team. Uh, next game we got on the docket: Eagles at the Tennessee Titans. Two and one versus two and one. Never thought I'd say hear the day when I say that. Well, who do you guys yeah. got in this one? Defending champs, Eagles. Yeah, I have to agree. I think the Eagles win this one. I don't know if it's convincing, but I think they win. And I will also be picking this as well. Um, next up is a four o'clock game between the Saints and the Giants. Who do you guys got in that one? Um, I'm going to go with what I think is going to be the minority and I'm picking the giants just cause I pick them every week. And, uh, that's just my consistent thing. I'm going to go saints. They look strong. Their offense looks strong. Giants. Eh, not so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I'm actually going to go to the Saints as well. I think with Drew Brees at the helm, I think anything is possible with these guys. And, the and last my guy, game, Alvin Kamara. Oh, uh, he's, he's a monster. Awesome. You know he had awesome. 15 receptions last game? Yeah, on, tw- on 20 targets. <laughs> that's insane. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's ridiculous. Uh, and lastly, we got the Sunday night football game, Ravens at the Steelers. Who do you guys got that one? Oh, the Ravens got to win that one. I mean, yeah, I'm just I'm going with the Ravens. Oh boy, I'm torn here. Uh, I Pittsburgh. I don't know that they got to win a game here. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh, and I gotta be a a stat boy here. That was Vance McDonald on that touchdown you were talking about, Dan, with the stick. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not I, Jesse I, James. I, I I apologize to our listeners. That was not Jesse James. It was hey, in you fact, know just Vance McDonald. Fake apologize news. Apologize to McDonald. Okay, him and his family. They're looking for some love. He's the number two tight end in Pittsburgh, which is not even, you know, you know, a big Look, deal get, there. You know, give him his credit. Know, old McDonald, he has a farm, and uh, he, he goes E-I-E-I-O, and uh, oh. we got to respect that. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what kind and, of animals he's got on that farm? Oh, uh, good God. I hear he has a cow and a duck, and they go moo, moo, and quack, quack, or something along those lines. I don't know. He had a Roethlisberger, <laughs> but it ran away. Yeah. Um, Not very fast, but he did. So for <laughs> so, so for me in in that game, I, I'm actually going to go with the Ravens as well. I think their defense is better than Pittsburgh. I I don't see Pittsburgh winning that game. Um, so before we call it a day on this episode, we're going to do our quick fantasy football minute, known as the RTP fantasy football minute. So guys, who do you guys have for your one player to? Pl- uh, who's an absolute must pick, an absolute must start, an absolute must pick up on the waiver wire. It's whatever you guys want. Who do you guys got for your for your must play of the week? I'm going to go with two here. Um, I'm kind of torn, but Keenan Allen for the Chargers. Uh, I think he bounces back. He had right around four points this past week. It was just very unlike him. Uh, so he's definitely someone I, I, uh, I think is a big play. I think he'll do very well. He's going to go for his 140, 150 in a touchdown, I think. Def, definitely a, a must play. And I'm going to go a little bit off the wall here, but someone you should bench if you have kind of a deep running back core is Ezekiel Elliott. I think he's going to have a tough game against Detroit. I think they're off of their win. They look, look strong. Dallas hasn't quite found uh, you know, their identity yet. We'll see. And I think if you have two good running backs, try giving Zeke a break. Uh, yeah, I think that if I had to pick somebody to start this week, um, if you can get them, I would say pick up the Bills defense and special teams because they looked awesome this week. And I mean, I don't know, it might be a little bit different with Green Bay, but I can see him putting up at least, you know, 10 or 15 points for you. I don't know what the uh, average for a defense is, but uh, I-, I think they would do pretty okay at least. Um, and then if uh, I'm picking somebody to sit, um, this is going to be kind of controversial, but just because, you know, just, just to be cautious, I might sit tom brady this week (laughs) Um, just just because i mean unless you don't have a better quarterback um i would sit tom brady if you're not comfortable with doing that sit chris hogan because there's people talking about like should you drop chris hogan yeah and uh yeah yeah so tom brady or chris hogan pick one and uh sit him that's that's my advice you know that that's a fair point about brady i mean quarterbacks are super deep this year there's some great quarterbacks. You you can you can pick one up that scores 16 points, and yeah, the Pats' offense hasn't been too smooth yet. Well, I mean, on my team and in, in Dan's league, 
I have Tom Brady, and I started him over Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jared Goff, and uh, I regretted that. Oh. <laughs> so, Silly you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's my picks. What do you got, Dan? Well, I'm looking at next week's matchups, and one of them kind of sticks out to me. Um, my actual uh, must-start for this week has uh, got, got to be the Bears' defense. I, I, I think... The, the Bears oh, yeah. are just, they're so good right now. And I think the, just seeing them uh, just these past couple of weeks with the addition of Khalil Mack, I, I just think they end up, I, I, I'd give them at least 10, 12 points at least for a defense, and that's pretty solid for a defense. Um, my must-sit for this week, so tough. Um, I'm actually going to go with Julio Jones. Um, Ooh. I think... The emergence of Calvin Ridley with a slightly banged up Julio has made it so teams are like, okay, we, we're going to double Julio. Let uh, You guys need to beat us with Calvin Ridley and your run game. So they're like, okay, let's throw for three touchdowns. And yeah, he was only targeted eight or nine times, but he turned seven receptions into 146 yards. I mean, that's ridiculous. Um, so I think wow. I think your must-sip for this week is a Julio Jones. I don't think he... Um, I don't think he comes out and plays well against Cincinnati. He did not look good last week, and I don't think he's going to look good this week either. Uh, so that the Dan, I, I respect that. I think those are my. That's a very I tough think, call. Yeah, it is. It is a tough call because I mean, you saw this week, uh, kind of a weak Saints secondary, and now he's going up against the Cincinnati team that's yeah. got Pac-Man Jones on it, oh. and I, I don't. I don't see him doing well. You see how many yards and points were in that game, and Julio didn't have twenty. I'd be concerned. I, uh, it's a hard, that's a hard pick. Everyone loves Julio, but mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a very hard sit. But I definitely uh, I definitely uh, agree. So that is gonna do it for us from Rye the Pine for this week. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We really appreciate the love and the support. Uh, please go follow us on Instagram at Ride the Pine Pod. We are also on Twitter at Ride the Pine Pod, uh, and we are also at Facebook at the same handle. Uh, if you feel especially generous... No. You know what, Kyle? <laughs> Ruining my outro, also, man! Uh, also, check us out on our new our new home, anchor.fm slash ride the pine. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, th- that has been our new home, and man, we love it over there. It's They are fantastic. Please go check us out over there if... You don't check us out on iTunes already. Please leave a review. Um, and if you're feeling especially generous, you can donate to the show on patreon.com backslash ride the pine. Um, also, um, we will be actually coming out with some designs for Tee Public in the next couple weeks. Uh, so please stay tuned for that. Uh, that's going to be awesome. I uh, can't wait for that. Um, and anything else? What else do you guys got before we go? Follow me on Twitter at Wartrout89. Also, be sure to check out our other show called The Singlet Club. It's all about pro wrestling. It's a lot of fun. Um, And also check out AFC Least, which we mentioned earlier, where me and a couple of our friends, Tom and Austin, talk about uh, the other teams in the AFC East, not called the Patriots. So that's that's all I got. And please also check out the Famous Original Podcast Network. We can't thank uh, Tom and Austin enough. Uh, for making it the home of not one but two of our podcasts Uh, we really appreciate uh, the support there and uh, also as always we have to give our shout out to 
Rocco Danielli, our sponsor for Ride the Pine uh, with Uplift Pomade. Um, stuff is great. Please go check them out. Uh, they are fantastic. And from all of us here at Ride the Pine, I'm Dan with Kyle and Ron. Tune in next week. We'll be back for some more football. You guys have a great week. Have a good one, guys. Let's go week four. Let's go week four.